Welcome to the Shift Gold Friday Gold Wrap, your overview of this week's precious metals news. It's Friday, March 30th. I'm your host, Mike Meharry. Thanks a lot for tuning in. After briefly cracking through the 1350 barrier on Monday, gold is down on the week. The yellow metal is currently trading at 1329. Silver is at 1655, and the silver gold ratio stands at 80.53. It looks like gold will end March with a monthly gain. Looking back at March 1st, gold was trading at 1304. Gold is also going to be in the black for the first quarter of this year. Gold was at 1307 back on January 1st. So depending on how the day closes out, we're looking at a little better than a 1% increase for Q1. By and large, gold has been range-bound between 1300 and 1365 all year. It's been a story of dueling dynamics. The specter of rising interest rates has created significant headwinds for gold, but a weak dollar has helped the yellow metal. We've also seen a revival of safe haven buying with the threat of a trade war and what could turn out to be a more hawkish U.S. foreign policy. In a recent podcast, Peter Schiff said he expects gold to break out as the stock market breaks down. It's just a matter of time. Peter makes a pretty decent case that we may well already be in a bear market. Now, I know technically it isn't. Analysts don't start talking bears until we hit a 20% decline. But the thing is, you have to get to 10% before you get to 20. And if we look back in a month or so and we are at a 20% decline, we're going to say, yep, that was a bear. So we're seeing a tremendous amount of volatility right now. Increased volatility usually happens at inflection points, especially when we've had a record period of virtually no volatility. Now, all of a sudden, we're having incredible swings in the stock market. Of course, when the market makes a big swing up, everybody breathes a sigh of relief. And that's how bad markets operate. Investors are trying to follow what Peter Schiff called the slope of hope. The idea is that when you have these big spikes in the market, that creates some hope and some optimism. And people are like, oh, great, there's no reason to sell. You see that decline is over and people are afraid to miss out on the next big day. So it keeps people in the market. It's a gradual thing. It's like the proverbial frog boiling in a pot. The heat turns up slowly and they don't realize they're getting boiled, at least not until it's too late. Now, the mainstream is still optimistic. I was working out yesterday and they had CNBC on at the gym and they were running this package basically saying that the drop in the Dow Jones and the NASDAQ is nothing more than a healthy correction. You notice a correction is always healthy, right? And they're even doing some technical analysis to show that the volatility, like we've seen, is normal in March. So the takeaway was everything is fine. Keep buying stocks. You know, we're going to continue to see these great rises. But all of this technical stuff, looking back at the last few years, you know, that's all well and good. But it's not helpful if you don't have a grasp on the dynamics in the economy. Most of these pundits don't. They don't understand the impact of the Federal Reserve, its monetary policy, and they don't understand that the Fed blew up a big, fat, ugly bubble with nearly a decade of easy money. They just don't understand that the bubble is going to pop when they take the punch bowl away. Now, the mainstream guys keep telling us, hey, don't worry, the fundamentals haven't changed. And as Peter pointed out, they're right, they really haven't. We have the same crappy fundamentals. They were lousy when the market was going up, and they're lousy now that the market is going down. In fact, if they change, the fundamentals have gotten worse. But the problem is these guys can't seem to really see the fundamentals. They didn't realize that the only thing that was propping up the stock market was the fact that it was a Fed-induced bubble. And what has changed 
is the bubble has been pricked. Gold prices rallied after the Fed announced its rate hike last week. The price approached that upper resistance level of 1365 on Monday. The trade war talk spurred some safe haven buying, and we got the post-rate hike rate hike bounce that we've seen in the past as investors sell the rumor and buy the fact of rate hikes. There was also this sense that the Fed was going to be a little bit more dovish. Talk about four rate hikes this year's, well, that's pretty much vanished. Now, consider this. What would have happened if the Fed hadn't raised rates last week? As Peter put it, gold would have gone ballistic. And at some point, I think that dovishness is really going to kick in. Right now, it seems like most people are assuming that there's nothing to worry about in the economy. Everything's fine. The economy is great. There's no inflation. You know, the Fed is going to keep raising rates. So why would anybody want to buy gold? Nobody believes that gold is really going to break out. But at some point, investors are going to figure it out. And when they do, we're really going to see a huge drop in the stock market. And the Fed, I don't think they're going to let that happen. It's going to try to blow the bubble back up, and that means interest rates are going to go back down. It probably means more quantitative easing, and at that point, indeed, gold will break out. And when it does, it could go up astronomically. As Peter pointed out, once gold gets to 1400 there really isn't any kind of resistance to stop it from moving up further. There won't be a lot of sellers at those prices, but there will be plenty of buyers. Momentum buyers will come into the market. Do you remember back when the price of gold collapsed in late 2012 and early 2013? The bottom just dropped out of the market, and there were days when you'd get $100, even $200 drops. Well, the same thing can happen in reverse on the way up. I mean, if you don't think gold can go up 200 bucks in a day, well, it can. Now, here's something that's interesting. While most of the mainstream is still pretending that everything is hunky-dory in the stock market and in the economy, some of the big boys have suddenly gone bullish on gold. Commodity analysts at Goldman Sachs say they expect gold to outperform in the coming months due to an uptick in inflation and increased risk of a stock market correction. Correction. You know, healthy. Anyway, according to a CNBC report, it's the first time in more than five years that Goldman's commodity analysts have been bullish on the yellow metal. Quote, Our commodities team believes that the dislocation between the gold prices and U.S. rates is here to stay. Based on empirical data for the past six tightening cycles, gold has outperformed post-rate hikes four times. Now, Goldman Sachs admitted that their bullishness on gold might seem counterintuitive, considering the investment bank has forecast four Fed rate hikes this year. But it seems Goldman analysts have finally acknowledged a trend we've been talking about for months. Contrary to conventional wisdom, rising interest rates are not bad for gold. I'll link to an article in the show notes page that digs into that a little deeper. Now, Goldman isn't the only mainstream player to suddenly turn bullish on gold. TD Securities issued its Commodities Weekly report last Monday saying it expects gold to break out of its narrow trading range to the upside. Quote, After being locked in a fairly tight range between 1302 and 1340 for many weeks, traders took the yellow metal higher into a position to challenge the high of 1366, present in late January. Gold broke through resistance into the upper bound of the range after U.S. sanction proposals prompted traders to question the sustainability of the current synchronized growth regime, while the Fed was not as hawkish as expected and the USD and yields eased lower. End quote. TD analysts said they expect 
increased investment in gold and silver as a hedge given the current level of geopolitical risk. And while they don't expect a full-blown trade war, they do expect tensions between the U.S. and China to remain high. And Bloomberg Intelligence commodity strategist Mike McClone added his voice to the chorus of bulls, saying, quote, Something unusual would have to occur for gold's primary drivers to prevent the next leg of a price rally. He went on to say, Recoveries in VIX volatility and inflation, plus a declining dollar, favor richer gold. The mainstream investment world doesn't usually pay a whole lot of attention to gold. That's obvious when you consider Goldman hasn't issued a bullish report like this in over five years, despite the fact that gold has been pushing generally upward for the last two years. So it seems that even though we're hearing you know, positivity and optimism, there may be some chinks in that mainstream narrative. When the people who usually heap scorn on gold bugs suddenly turn into gold bugs, it might be time to sit up and take notice. So this is a great time to talk with the Shift Gold Precious Metal Specialist. You can learn a lot more from them. They can tell you more about what's going on in the gold market and why this might be a good time to buy. Just call 1-888-GOLD-160 today. Well, that's a gold wrap for this week. You can get more details on all of these stories and more and keep up with the latest precious metals news and analysis throughout the week at shiftgold.com news. And if you haven't done it already, you can subscribe to the Friday Gold Wrap podcast over at iTunes for free. There's a link on our show notes page. I really thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you again next week.